What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grandi. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here on Tuesday for 13 games, James. Too many games. We had 11 games yesterday. <laughs> I thought that was a lot. 13 games today. So many games. A lot of games. A lot of players, lot of players. for a lot of games. Nine per team to be yeah. exact. Ten, including a pitcher. So the player pools are grande, we could say. Nice. No pun intended, right? No, no pun intended there. We got a couple of games, potentially some weather, that we should be on the lookout for. We have our usual Tampa Bay Baltimore. The usual. Yeah, the, the usual Tampa yeah. Bay Baltimore. We yeah. got the Angels versus the Royals, potentially dealing with some rain. And Coors, John, everyone's favorite. 13 right. games late. Right. Here you go, Coors for you. Maybe you. a little rain, maybe a little snow. Who knows? It's Colorado, <laughs> man. Some snow middle, about to be August. I wouldn't put Any, it past Anything's Colorado. possible. Where, wherever Atlanta plays, whether it's home or away, there's always a chance <laughs> of a pop-up. And we're dealing with that in Philadelphia as well. So that's what we're looking at there. More concern potential for Tampa Bay, Baltimore, and Los Angeles versus Kansas City. So yep. maybe this 13-gamer does become an 11-gamer. We'll uh, we'll have to wait and find out. Make sure you check out our weather center, which will be updated throughout the day, mostly by James around 5 o'clock probably. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, with any of the latest weather news that you guys could need. With that being said, since we do have so many games and so many players, let's dive into the pitching position here where we have Mr. Shane McClanahan in that Baltimore game as the top price pitcher at $10,300. We have Aaron Nola in the Atlanta-Philadelphia game at $10,000. Both of those games potentially some weather. We have Carlos Rodon on the road against Arizona where he just pitched poorly. Last time out against them, four starts ago, three starts ago, 9,800. Frankie Montas at home against Houston at 96. Maybe Tywin his final Walker. start. Maybe his final start as a yeah. Open, maybe his final start as an A. That's a good point. We got Ty Walker against the Yankees at 94. We got my boy Josiah Gray, who I won't <laughs> be pitching against the Dodgers at 9,200 dollars. Louis Garcia on the road against Oakland. So that's your nine K and above. There's six pitchers there, seven pitchers there. Quick math: seven pitchers there. I don't, outside of McClanahan, I don't yeah. love really, I don't really love any of them. Definitely McClanahan. I mean, he's And he monster. may not even pitch tonight. And based on the weather, yeah. But he is a surefire SP1 in all formats if that game ends up having no weather concerns at all. Nola has pitched well against the Braves, is coming off a really good start, and we know the upside. Probably limit the exposure to tournaments, though, because... We know the Braves' offense can be good. He has beat them twice this year. The Braves also have been middle of the road lately. 15, 16th in OPS over the last two weeks. 27% carry. There's upside for Nola there. So I do have interest in tournaments. Same for Rodon in tournaments. Yes, he has not been his best lately, but there was that uh, complete game, 12 strikeout, one earned run game against San Diego mixed in. There, Arizona does have some thump. So um, look at so I went over this earlier today with Howard Bender. We were talking about some best bets to place, and he was like, "Ooh, Giants money line against Arizona. That should be a good one." I said, "Not so fast." Last fourteen days, left-handed pitching against Arizona, the numbers are staggering. Arizona is smoking them. They have a WOBA over four hundred. They have an OPS over 950. They got a batting average over 330. They have a 17% strikeout rate. They are hmm. hammering left-handed pitching. They faced Carlos Rodon in Arizona 
and they tagged him for four runs in five innings. He only had seven strikeouts in that game. So I'm just saying, Arizona's been hitting. They've been hitting lefties well. And Rodon, on the road, much higher ERA than he has at home. It's like a 3-5 three, three, ERA, 3-8 ERA, something like that on the road. And he's got a 2 ERA at home. That's, I mean, those are good splits to attack, for sure. It's a good point. 3-5-5 ERA away. He's just a high strikeout guy, so that helps. But his, again, his strikeout numbers, he had seven strikeouts against Arizona in Arizona. He's had seven in, in, or in three of the last four starts. He had the 12-1 against San Diego, like you said. Certainly potential, but the way that... I said four runs, it was five runs. Five runs on six hits and five innings. That was his matchup last time out. And then you look at him against Arizona, four runs, five hits, five innings there. So two of his last four starts on the road, not that great. You know, just mention, just wanted to mention it out there that Rodon could be the could be the trap play today. Would you play Arizona? I would consider it because I think a lot of people would look to Rodon. Yeah, I think and so. I think too. you put in a Walker, Marte, Kelly lineup out there. No one's thinking about it. And you're getting them off three. It's, a good, it's, a good, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm not saying it. he'll make it your number one build today. Contrarian sack, for sure. For sure. I'm just saying that if you're a splits guy like you and I tend to look at, and they're not the end-all be-all, obviously, or else we'd be billionaires if we just played the splits <laughs> every time. There's just a lot of things trending right for Arizona in this spot, things trending down for Rodon. In the- On the flip side of things that are trending down Philly's offense over the last two weeks against right-handed pitching, John. Yeah. 29% K rate. Do you know where I'm going? Cause yeah. I tell you, I mean, it's, I imagine going to Spencer Strider who yep. everybody got burned by in his last start against Washington. But we try to tell you guys like the pesky nationals, the nationals are pesky, man. They just, they just hang around and they don't strike out a lot and they put the ball in play. And then, then Spencer Strider goes out there and has his worst start in two months. I'm with you though. I'd go back to Strider here. There's just a good potential for a high strikeout game in this one. So I'm with you. Yeah. Philly 285 Wobo against righties the last two weeks, 284 Wobo against right-handed pitching too. I think Strider's probably on a, like a per dollar basis. If McClanahan doesn't play, he's probably my favorite pitcher of the slate. So I think one flying under the radar here may be Berrios because St. Louis is going to be without some guys. Yeah. They're like the guys, the guys, no Arnott or no Goldschmidt. Like literally the guy. A buddy of mine who used to write for Fantasy Alarm, Rob Treya, still floats around there, does some work for some other sites. He has sent me a tweet about Berrios actually has recently changed his arm slot. Apparently he was trying something new for the first half of the year. And recently, over the last handful of starts, he went back to how he was pitching before. Now, matchup-wise, he's (laughs) faced some favorable teams to throw against. But the numbers have been dramatically better in July right. than they were at going into the going into July. So if that holds true, and Barrios has cha- re- readjusted his arm slot angle and how he's throwing the ball, I mean he had seven strikeouts against Kansas City, a team we talk about doesn't often strike out. Thirteen strikeouts against Philadelphia, Spencer Strider alert. Six strikeouts against Oakland there in the last three. Again, for a guy that wasn't striking out many, strikeout numbers are on the rise. Production's on the rise. At home against the St. Louis team, missing their heart of their order. Yep. So I mean, 100 Jose Barrios. I mean, I think he'll be popular because everybody knows what St. Louis is going in there without. But I don't want to fade that price either. Yeah, Strider Barrios, very popular duo on two pitcher sites. Yep. I mean, Goldschmidt Arenado. Don't forget Juan Yepes on the IL, Yadier Molina on the IL, Harrison Bader on the IL. Like five. 
pretty much everyday players for them. Your favorite player, Tyler O'Neill, is really like the only like thump in their lineup. They're going to be re- relying on Nolan Gorman, who's three for his last 30. They're going to be relying on Tommy. Why didn't clean up for them today? I, I mean, don't know. O'Neill probably, right? O- yeah. O'Neal. It's O'Neill Pujols, maybe. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, it's. I agree. I think Barrios is, I mean, 7900 is a really good price for a guy who's pitching extremely well, as you mentioned. Right. Yeah, so I'm all in there. Once we get below that spot, though, I mean, I don't know. I was scrolling around to see if there was any sort of value that I, that kind of jumped out to me. I didn't really love a lot of what was on this board. I don't know. Kowski was the one name that maybe jumped to mind because he has pitched relatively well. He faced Cleveland. He got a win in that game in Cleveland. Of the Red Sox sort of rookie starters, him and Carter Crawford have really been the two guys that have been serviceable. He's not going to wow you with strikeouts. Maybe the Red Sox pull off a win again for him here, but $6,200 for Kowski, he, to me, is like the most palatable value. I don't know (laughs) if there's anybody else for you. He might be the only one I would throw again. We mentioned it last night with the Mariners offense kind of being watered down. We did Our boy Ty France did go yard, but there was no Winker. There was no J-Rod. Maybe some Dane Dunning. If they're Seattle's pretty good, seven innings, two hundred seven strikeouts. Yeah, so if Dunning is he's expected to put he's expected to pitch today. If J Rod and Winker are both out again, I would consider Dunning. But I agree. Other than Winkowski, it's like Dunning in tournaments, and we don't really need to. I know it's like a thirteen game slate, and we're probably like selling some pitchers short, but like. Where else would you want to go? Maybe I mean, Spencer, Spencer Watkins. Watkins? Yeah, well, he's yeah. the only other. He's the only other option. Not, he just, not a lot of not much strikeout upside here, but and you're not getting 90 pitches. Like you are getting 85 pitches, and if that's four innings, that's four innings, right? Like right. he's not going to qualify for a win. So yeah, he didn't even get it out the last time he faced Tampa Bay. I imagine that was probably a relief appearance. Three hits, three runs, zero. He outs. started. It was a start. It was a start? All right. Well, did he get hurt? He got hurt. Okay, that's what happened. 522, and then his next start was 625. So, yeah. Um, he's pitched, but like you mentioned, since being back, he's been yeah, pretty very good since dynamite. Three, three earned runs over, quick math there, 22 and two-thirds innings. But listen. 19, 19, 20, 19 is his fantasy points because Baltimore yeah. keeps winning games. $5,800. I think maybe we've just talked ourselves into some Spencer Watkins. John, I got to ask you this because Colby asked me this on the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Baseball podcast yesterday. Sure. End of season, who has more wins, the Orioles or the Red Sox? Probably the Orioles. Okay. I mean, we got Chris Sale back and he immediately <laughs> tried to barehand a line drive and broke his fingers. So. I, think it's, I think it's an interesting race. I, uh, truthfully, yeah. like, good. I would rather lose. I've said this to Fancy all the Justin Fenson all the time. And he hates that I have this approach. If my team is not winning, sell it, sell. I want them to be dead last. Yeah, if my team true. is not going to win the division and get into the playoffs, come and lose every game. Give me a top draft pick. Let me rebuild. We'll be good eventually, but I don't care. I don't care about being a 500 team. I don't care about being a competitive team. It's either we win. Or I want to be the worst team in baseball. So, sure. Let Baltimore pass me. Let Toronto (laughs) pass me. Let Tampa Bay pass. Let us be the last place team in the American League East. Xander's going to be gone. Devers is going to be gone. Get another top five pick. You have Marcelo Mayer. You have Tristan Cassis. 
I still believe in Brian Bayo. This is his third level this year. I mean, I don't know. That's a big ask for a rookie, I think. Double go double A majors in, in a season. Hopefully he's not getting damaged by this experience, but you know, there's some hope in this farm system under High and Bloom. So give him another top right. five guy and see what we do. So yeah, good. I hope they'll never win a game again, truthfully. Or win every game. It's one or the other. I'm hot or cold. There's no no warm. Anyways, that's pitching. Let's go to catcher. Who do you like? Nobody. No, Alejandro Kirk, Piante stinks. So I like Kirk. I wouldn't hate playing Will Smith. I think everyone's going to be off the Dodgers here after they scored one run in a just smash spot against Paolo Espino on, on Monday. So I would Kirk and Smith would probably be my two spend-ups here. Those would probably be the guys I would spend up in. And we got, of course, your boy Elias Diaz, John, by the way. Yeah, but he's a lefty, though. I know, but I'm just, I mean, hey, he's not, he hasn't faced a lefty every game that he's just destroying sure. baseballs the last six games. And it's cores where... I think he did homer off Ashby, though. He did, yeah, yeah. Ashby went seven and was great, but the only two runs scored in the game were against him. I'm just saying, like, he has played in six straight games and has had either two hits or a home run in all six of those games. Yeah. Like, he's just hitting everything right That's now. That's fair. And gets the buff, the home field buff. Let's see. Anybody else? Over 4K? I don't think so. Grandal's back. Sure. I, so, in I'd, cores. I'd be willing to go there. 3,800, I think that's a good price. Gary Stanton. Obviously, 3,400. Yeah, yeah, he's... I mean, even a, even in a spot against a... Dude, I don't know how many times we have to say it. Like, another two-hit game. Yeah. The guy is incredible right now. Like, he's just hitting everything, and now he gets a lefty where he thrives. He's also... I don't know if you see these splits. At, it is ridiculous, the home-and-away split. Carson Kelly, lock and load. I'm all formats, even though I know it's a tough spot. But. It's probably the cheapest guy I go. Nervaya is 32. I know he's been bad, but... Dylan Bundy's also bad. I would throw a dart at Joey Bart. We wanted to play the Tyler Gilbert stack yesterday, and I'm so sad that he was scratched. And then Merrill Kelly touched the gem. Yeah, I'm all in on the Giants again today. So I would play Joey Bart and dart in like a stack 3100. Okay, first base position. Freeman gets great. I guess I gotta ask you what your thoughts are. I've been touting a lot of Josiah Gray. He's been hit or miss. Yeah, it's the tough. strikeout it's, numbers have been there. His strikeout prop today is just five. He's the gone Braves. Over, he's gone are, over that in six of his last seven starts. So the Dodgers last two weeks, John, lowest strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. Yeah. T- they're tied with Baltimore, sixteen point five percent. Yeah. It's a good strikeout prop. It's for so sure. low for what his skill set is, but you know, it's like the matchup. So it's a good pitcher's park. Yeah. But like. Freeman, even though they were shut down yesterday, I mean, look, all of Josiah's grade, Gray's damage allowed this year have been against lefties, right? I yeah. mean, righties have a 620 OPS, 270 Woba against him. Lefties have a 940 OPS and a 404 Woba. So, yeah, you look at the Dodgers lineup. Freeman, Lamb, Muncy, Bellinger, Lux. So five of their projected nine batters are lefties when they're but they're righties john mookie Betts, trey turner will smith they can hit anybody it's a scary proposition to face and again i don't think anyone plays them before this game freeman we talked about yesterday he was hitting like 579 right before he goes 0 for 4 and the 0 for 4 he's still hitting 486 i don't know it's scary it's a scary prop 
when they're not striking out and their lineup is that good. Yep, that's fine. So Freeman's there at 6,200. Below them, you have Alonzo at 52 against Montgomery. You have Vladdy against Pellanti, right? Whatever it is. I like that spot. I like that spot. Piante. He's getting hot again. Batting average up to 280. And Piante's a right reverse splits guy. Okay. Crone gets a righty. We talked about him hitting the ball better against righties this year. And they're home. And Kopik is very disappointing. Yeah. Guy throws 100, but it's flat. Yep. Yeah, in cores, it's, that's big trouble. Yep. Let's see. Ty uh, France. I mean, Ty France. Yeah, Ty France forever 46. Like, fine by me. Andrew Vaughn hitting everything in sight. I was going to say Rowdy. Right I kind of Would you pivot to Rowdy there? Yeah, I think Rowdy is Better always... Better home numbers this year for Rowdy than Road. I would say Rowdy is always a tournament play because he has doubled on upside. Okay. Which he's done on a bunch of occasions this year. But, like... The pit, like, I think Vaughn is going to definitely be more popular. 43 in cores is pretty cheap, sure. but I definitely agree that the there's a nice pivot with Rowdy at 42. Christian Walker's 3,600. Again, mm-hmm. I know that all of his numbers just don't look great on paper, but, you know, he, has, he does hit lefties well. He's been snake bitten a lot this year. I don't know if he's ever going to get out of being snake bitten, <laughs> but he's, uh, there's some potential for that. So, Darren Ruff gets yeah, Gilbert. Yep, yep, yeah. 100%. Jose Miranda gets a lefty. He's had three hits yesterday and or the other day and 382 average over his last 10. Nate Lowe's starting to heat up again. Two hits in each of the lot and three of the last four games and he homered yesterday. It's Nathaniel, John. Yeah, he changed it. I That was the most subtle change I've ever seen last year. I remember just being, one day it was just Nathaniel. It was like, uh, did you see Darius Leonard change his name? No. This year? He changed it to, let me find it. He said he wants to be called Shaquille. Like, suddenly, he's his just middle Shaquille. Name. Yeah, he wants to be, but that his family calls him Shaquille, so now he's Shaquille Leonard. Like, Nate Lowe went from Nate to Nathaniel, and nobody even talked about it. Yeah. That was like another player had went back to the formal name. and Mike Stanton went to Giancarlo. Yeah, Mark Stanton went to Giancarlo. I feel like there's a basketball one that recently happened, but it's fine. We don't need to waste time doing that. Let's see. Anybody else under? Hos- Hosmer, 2,400, another two hits. Oh, yeah. Hosmer's free again. Yeah. Every site, just free. Oh, oh. Hey, what do you do? Two hits yesterday. Shocker. The Rays batted. The, they hit Luke Rally fifth yesterday, which was wild. But he had two hits, two doubles, two for three. I mean, Spencer Watt has been good, but like he's a $2,000 guy hitting fifth. Not the worst. Interesting. The Twins activated Sano off the 60-day DL. Oh, just that, in time it to doesn't him. say he's going to play. It just says they like had to activate him because it's been 60 days. Just in time to trade him. Yeah, he hit... 093. He was hitting 093 <laughs> before the season, before going on the 60-day. Yeah, I, let me tell you something, John. I will... If you want to win, if you want to place Miguel Sano... There's so much power there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck. All right. Anyways, second base, I already said I like Marte, but he's 5,300, so I understand that that's a little too much juice for you going up against Rodon. Simeon's at 52. I guess maybe Gleiber. We called Brandon Lau yesterday, right? We didn't call him as our home run call, but we talked him up. Mm-hmm. He homered. So, big fan of that. I would Kern- still go Kernworth back. Kernworth Price going yeah. down. Yeah, I'd go back to Jimenez. He had a hit yesterday, one of the few for yep. Cleveland. Yep, Jimenez, both Giants at second base, Flores and Thyro Shaw. Arashada hitting lefties really well this year. My boy Espinal is at 2.3400. And again, reverse Piante is a reverse splits guy. Yeah. So I'm in there, 34 for Espinal. Can't go Urias. Mm-hmm. Probably go Luis Urias, but can't go Ramon Urias. Yeah, don't make that mistake. 
in your DraftKings lineup. Uh, oh, all right. Third base. I mean, I'd be willing to go back to Jose Ramirez. Go back to Jose um, Ramirez. He's always on the board for me, yeah. Okay. And then Machado, probably. I don't know about Riley against Nola. What are your thoughts there? I mean, yeah. Riley's hitting everything right now, but he'll definitely be contrarian if you want to play him. Yeah, no one will play that. Chapman at 4K. Moncada at 4K. Fine with both there. Stella gets a lefty. 3,700. Yeah, they've been... They're, like, all kind of hitting right now. Yeah. All the twins. That's probably it for me, though. Anybody else for you? Yeah, David VR, 2,800. Okay, J.D. Davis against a lefty as well. Yep, J.D. Davis 2,500. Yeah, both those guys get lefties. I'll throw Garrett Hampson out there, John, as well. Two, another two hits last night and a stolen base. Hitting 340, three stolen bases over his last 10 games. And he's playing right now. So if Garrett Hampson cracks the lineup in cores, a lot of, a lot of potential there. I hope somebody played the 1% Jimer Candelario last night. Two, two, two dongs. Yeah. Last night. Shortstop, Trey Turner, Corey Seager, Bo Bichette, all your top guys there. Bichette. I like the spot the best, probably, of them. We know Seager's a home run threat. We know Turner is a dual threat. I think Tim Jim Anderson is going to be quite popular, 51, considering they're in cores. Correa gets uh, a lefty. Yeah, Correa, I really like that. He should probably, he's probably going to garner a bunch of ownership. Let's see. I mentioned Estrada, 42. Yeah. JP Crawford leading off, by the way, without, with Jarrod out. If Jarrod's continues to be out we might get crawford leading off could be a spot yep i agree probably it though yeah your boy got hurt last night who jose iglesias, iglesias? yeah yeah so i think 600 too i mean he's... <laughs> that's great yeah that's probably it yeah Not I, a lot I, of value. outfield Jordanzo. He, he let me down he has stolen base though <laughs> for whatever reason he's stealing base yeah he's elite yeah. same with judge i mean he could obviously play. i mean judge is literally again like in one of those he's just hitting home runs like yeah. every at bat He's on literally on pace for 62 home runs. I don't know. <laughs> Blackman's up from strong right now. 350-988 OPS last 10 games. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and he gets an advantageous matchup and he's hitting 308 at home. 883 OPS like the power is like randomly back again for Blackman. Like the speed's completely gone, but the power is there, which is nice. He's old. Sterling Marte is hitting 357 last 10. Games. Yeah, Marte and KB both in play. Chris Wright. Let's see. I think all Blue Jays are in play. We talked about that, but, you know, Teoscar's mm-hmm. fine. Gurriel is mm-hmm. actually better against righties, so that's in play. Briano, I just like in general. Yep. Power speed combo guy. Eloy, 39. Yeah, White Sox guys are going to be in play. Back-to-back home run games for Eloy. Uh, and the last two times he played in the lineup. So $3,900. Riley Green finally gets a righty. I know he's faced righties, but it feels like every time I talk about him, he's facing a lefty. Every single time. Uh, so... Swing that Taylor Ward in Zerman. Yeah, he's been awful, but he's been awful and he's still hitting three. Almost. Austin Slater, he should lead off against a lefty for the Giants. He's hitting like 400 against lefties. And who's the other? They so I saw this yesterday. Your mean Mercedes, John, is yeah. outfield only, would Wait. get a lefty. Two thousand dollars. All right, I'll play him. He does hit lefties. Two thousand dollars. Leodi's got a hit last night. Yep. He's just forever in play at that price. Agreed. I would throw Duran at 3400 Luplo against a lefty if you want to uh, dive in. Canna as a lefty. Yeah. Canna, professional hitter. Nobody ever plays him. He's going to be 1% owned. And by that, I mean you're the only person playing him. That's true. Anybody else? I'm looking. JD. No, that's not JD Martinez. I was saying his multi position eligibility, huh? I'm sure there's going to be someone. I mean, it's a 13 game slate. Like, 
Jake Lamb, we mentioned, he hit fifth last night, sure. and Josiah Gray doesn't pitch to lefties, so maybe Jake Lamb. Okay. But no, I think that's it. Okay. Home run call. Mm-hmm. I hit mine last night, by the way. Eric Haas hit homer. No, he didn't. Eric Hosmer didn't. Oh, Eric Haas. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. That was a good call. I'm like, Eric Hosmer didn't hit a home run. I forgot Eric Haas existed in the world. I'm going to go Darren Ruff home run against Tyler Gilbert. Corey Seager. That's crazy. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That's where I'm going. He right, homers so against everyone. Get us in Discord. Playbook will be out shortly. If you have any questions, hit us up. We'll talk to you guys later.